everyone got one What's your opinion? This is the rare room Tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules Just spill it And anybody can get it No limit We get to kill it You tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping no. Any topic Even the random I hope that you ready We entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit Welcome to the rare room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it 2022. A uh, little disclaimer, everybody's gone today, but we got a super dope, super dope, super dope episode for y'all. Can't wait for y'all to see it. Um, on this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So we got my man on the show. Rosero, we go back. How far we go back? Way back. <laughs> Y'all seen him on the screen. Y'all know who it is. Rosero, big time choreographer, dancer, producer himself. What's happening, man? Welcome hey, to the man. Show. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm excellent. Good, I'm super good, excited good. to have you. Yeah, well, you know, we have a little history, right? Like, that's what's really cool about it. Yeah, indeed, uh, indeed. yeah, that's cool. Here's a cool thing. Okay. Let's, let's, let's get it. So you and I go back to San Francisco when we used to dance in clubs and shit, which is what people did back in the day. Here's the funny thing. Let me, okay. Hold okay. on. Okay. All right. Hold I'm on. listening. I'm listening. Hold on. All right. All right. Now, I finally got one of the other dancers at a club that I danced at in the city. Okay. I always tell people, and I wonder, I wonder if you can relate to this. Now, you and I know we would walk into a club and get in for free. Yes. Because people are like, oh, Rosero's here. Yeah. Oh, Hilliard's here. Right. And I tell people, people are like, oh, you dance at the club. I think we up there butt naked. No. no. <laughs> we had our clothes on. We were entertaining motherfuckers. 100%. Right? Were we not? Yes, we were. You might take your shirt off every blue moon if it got maybe, hot. Maybe. Might. But maybe. We were in, maybe we were in a tank top. That's maybe. about it, right? 100%. Now, <laughs> 100%. here's a cool thing about you, Rosero. I'm going okay. to gush on you for a quick sec. Okay. Rosero, let me tell y'all kids. I knew you were going to make it. I've okay. said this about a lot of people, whether it be Shamar Moore, Coleman Domingo, whoever. I knew you was going to make it. Here's why. Y'all know, <laughs> this is going to be some funny shit. Y'all know when you go to the club, and every club got that one motherfucker on the stage killing it. <laughs> this is Rosero. <laughs> every damn night, he got to take the center stage, be all okay, up there. Yeah, I don't know if I was on center <laughs> stage. Center but stage. But there was a stage. And, yeah. <laughs> wow, Hilly, that's funny you remember that. Oh, of course I remember, because I was trying yeah. to copy your shit. No, of course no, I knew. Copy I saw you up there 100% going for it. Hey, Come on now. We was trying to do what you was doing. You, we, you were on another level. We knew you had something special, right? Oh, thanks. No, no, no doubt. Yeah. I could dance. You could really dance, right? There's a difference. And so, and I, I mean, believe me, I did my videos, yeah, did my did. little thing with Hammer, did all that 100%, shit. 100%, I remember. But, but you took it to another level, right? Okay. I was able to dance because, and I know you relate to this, what saved me was dancing with Ronnie. We both know Ronnie, Ronnie know Reddick. Ronnie, Ronnie Reddick, yeah. Dancing with Ronnie, Ronnie taught me to think outside of the box in the sense of, because I came from musical theater and I danced on the street, you know, doing mm -hmm. break dancing and shit like that. He was like, you gotta be able to do them both mm -hmm. perfectly. You know that, because you could do them both, right? Yeah. And like, I can pretend like I can do ballet to the motherfuckers who can't tell, <laughs> right? But yeah. to a ballet dancer, like, oh, your shit is all kind of wrong. Yeah, right? you, you turn out and <laughs> exactly, all Exactly, exactly, the shit is not right, right? right? 
But I think with that, <clears throat> I'm in the same boat kind of, <clears throat> you know, with you with that. You know, my background isn't that. Right. You know what I mean? I'm a club kid. Right. You know, I had my tricks. I had my things that I did. Um, that was the thing that was special for me, mm-hmm. you know. And I remember <clears throat> Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and you know, I think Ronnie hired me or had me come on and do a couple of videos that he right. had me do for him. But, you know, with that being said, I always respected Ronnie because he was so well-rounded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yep. and watch what he did. Right. So, you know, even though we, you know, everyone's journey is different. You know that. I know that. Sure. But the, the beautiful thing about what we, I think, is, is that we all had a drive and we all had this passion within us right. that was called this entertainment. This right. whatever it was. If you were a writer, if you were a choreographer, if you were a dancer, it was still that passion for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I remember you, Hilliard, <laughs> up there going for it just like everybody else. We were, hey, it was that time. That's and when house music was the oh, shit. Oh, come on. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Right. Girl, ah, house shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? And they, and they, you know, it's come back around. You right. know, Beyonce has brought it back a little bit more with her whole renaissance mm-hmm. feel. But, you know, for us, it never left. Right. You know, that was a feeling that, that that's the foundation <coughs> for us, you know. So, yeah, Indeed. that's funny, man. So you and I were talking offline um, before we started the podcast. And I was telling you about how, you know, one of the things that got me to L.A. when I moved here in 96 was I was getting fed up with getting smaller roles oh. in TV shows. And they would hire, you know, the, the lead actors, the top Out of the of call sheet motherfuckers right. yeah. from L.A. And so that's what was driving me to come here. So what finally made you say in 1990, whatever year it was, fuck it, I'm moving to San Francisco. Well, I'm getting, I, what happened? I, well, I think what it is is the same thing you said. You know, I remember being in San Francisco mm-hmm. and I did a, <laughs> I did a couple of extra roles. I mm-hmm. did stuff on like Howard the Duck and I did stuff <laughs> on, then the video came through for Chuck Mangione. Right. And I remember watching the lead people who they had brought from LA to do it. You know, and even I, not me not knowing anything, I did, you know, a couple of little extra things. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not an extra. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I watch how and there's no disrespect to that that craft. Yeah, we need the extras. background. We yes. need them just yes. as much as you need the For leads. Sure. But that's not what I wanted for me. Right. You know, <clears throat> and so I was like, I can't get it. I can't do it here. I got to move to L.A. You know, and for me, with the dance thing, it was. You know, I would watch the videos and, and I would watch, you know, for me, it was the Rhythm Nations yes. at the time and the Paula Abdul <clears throat> stuff at the time and Michael. And I would be like, I can do that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and this was the, they were in the height. They were at the height of the all that. Videos yes. was the thing, yes. you know, and I just knew that. I had something to offer, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, me jumping up in the front of the stage every <laughs> Thursday night or whatever night it was, you know, to dance. Somebody got that shit on camera. That's a whistle in a hat, you know. Um, <laughs> it, just going for it. And I mean, but, you know, even before that, I remember there was a club in San Francisco called the Palladium. Yes. And I was too young to get in the Palladium because mm-hmm. I was in the ninth or 10th grade. But I remember just going there, wanting to get in that club and dance all the right. time. And they, they finally let me in. Mm. And I would get there. You would catch the BART <laughs> at 9 o'clock. <laughs> but the BART stopped running at midnight. Yes, it did. So I would have to dance from 9 till 6 in the morning when I could catch the BART back home to the wow. East Bay. And I did it because I just right. loved dancing. Yeah. That was my you know, my thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know. So by the time I got to the box and stuff, I was really had been... Uh, you know, so you didn't live in the city? No, I lived actually in the East Bay. Oh, so I'm, I always I'm, thought I'm, you were in the city. No, the I lived in. Well, you know, growing up, I grew up in San Francisco, right. but my family all moved to the East Bay. Okay. So by the time I was a teenager, you know, I did all of my schooling over there. I went to, you know, 
Harry Els. Then my parents broke up, and then I was back in the city for ninth grade, but okay. then back in the tent. Right. So, I mean, I just say all that to say again, it was, that was my, the club was my thing. Like, I just, you know, that was that thing that I was good at. I was, I was horrible at baseball. <laughs> I didn't like getting tackled at football. Um, my basketball shots were the worst. That's hilarious. So, the thing that I was good at was dancing. Mm. And then when I found that niche, um, it just was all forms of it. Yeah, like I didn't grow up in the convention circuit where I was taking classes all the time, but mm. it was all forms of music. You know, for us in that era, there wasn't just a brand. You liked Depeche Mode, you liked, right. you know, Paula, you liked Michael, you liked Janet, but then you liked Boy George, yep. and you also liked this one. Like mm -hmm. we were the British invasion of our music of Julia Fordham yep. and all these different avenues, mm -hmm. you know, where, where is what fed us at the clubs Correct. for me. Correct. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I just felt like I had more to give than what, and I love the Bay Area, you know, but it was just in order to break into the real scene and, and really be seen and heard, it was coming to LA yeah, for yeah. me. And then it was down the road. Mm -hmm. I mean, even getting an agent down here, I lied. <clears throat> tell, tell the kids, well, what <laughs> happened, what happened? <laughs> I, you know, well, how it happened for me was I, um, I was always into things that were just creative, mm -hmm. you know, and and I remember even with a group of my friends, I would, I would, we took pictures and we all went to the beach and we did all white and was all black. We were all black kids, but right. we were in a spree outfit. outfit. <laughs> spree was the big thing. It was, it was a big clothing joke. company. Indeed. And I stick these great pictures and I sent them off and they hit me back that, you know, that we weren't what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they hit us back. You know, I didn't care that they did. You know, we weren't what they were looking for. They right. hit us back. So my, my <coughs> creativity was even flowing then. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then just moving on from that, I just remember coming down to L.A. because I had asked Jimmy Jam, um, you know, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, they did Janice Project. Yeah. And I sent them a letter. Really? And yeah, and I asked them, I said, well, you know, I'm, I really love what you do for Janet. You could probably do that for me, you know, being <laughs> young and naive. He was like, nigga, please do that for you. Um, you know, and I sent this whole letter to him. And there, I said, There's something to being innocent, though, isn't it? It is, yes, man. Just yes, not knowing yes, and going for it. Yeah. And they, and the thing what people don't understand is, is the understanding of that that was the foundation for me. Because when they wrote me back, which he did, mm -hmm. um, Jimmy Jam wrote me back and said, listen, um, we get our dancers from this agent at the time, her name was Julie McDonald, and she was at Joseph Helfand and Rick, and you should check them out. Mm. And that's all he said to me. And I was on cloud nine, mm. this man, you know, this producer that does Janet hit me back. So I came down and auditioned for this woman, mm -hmm. and I was horrible. Really? Oh yeah, because they start five, six, seven, eight. Oh yeah, yeah. And if you're gonna start five, six, seven, eight, a street kid, <laughs> yeah, it's they like, have no uh, idea what you're talking about. What are yeah. you talking about? Yes. Like yeah. I just turn on the music <clears throat> and let me go. <laughs> right. And I tell you, Hillier, they put that music on, and I was trying to catch on to these steps, and I was going down in flames. They were down. <laughs> I went to the floor. They popped back up. Hilarious. I popped back up. It was just. It was Lucy. It was Lucy Ricardo all day for me. Hilarious. And they. <laughs> And she told me thank you, and then I was like, <laughs> so "Can you I just let it? me?" Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that I get it. And so I was like, "Listen, if you can just allow me to freestyle for you, because that's what I do. You know, I didn't drive all the way down here mm -hmm. for you to tell me to go home." And she said, we're not really looking at this time. I said, I would just love to freestyle. She said, well, we'll see you at the end. Mm. So I watched all these dancers get picked and da da da. So now it came time to me, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Can I go now?" She was like. 
Yeah, now I know in hindsight she was just letting me go. Right. She wouldn't have nothing to do with me, really. And I remember it was like me being back at the club. Mm. It was like me being going back to what I knew, fighting for survival. Right. And I turned that place out mm. and had those dancers cheering me and mm. da 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 da. And I felt like I was back at our club. Right, yeah. Um, and she said, okay, well, do you live here? I said, yes, you know <laughs> I don't live there. I don't live nowhere around here, by here, right. through, but yes. So okay, we'll sign you. So I left there driving back to the Bay Area on cloud nine. As soon as I got home, hmm. uh, the next day they called me and they said, we want you to fill out the paperwork, but we want you to go to this audition today. 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 <laughs> And I remember That's it hilarious. was for um, an artist named Tara Kemp, and the song was Just Wanna Hold You Tight. Okay. And I was like, okay. So I jumped in my car, wow. drove five hours back down, booked the audition really? and the video. And that was, the rest is history. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, I'm out of here. Right. You know, I could book these videos and do what these kids are doing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I, and I, you know, at the time, I had a let, lot of responsibilities. Let me, just, yeah. let me interrupt you really quick. Yeah. Here's, here's a cool thing that a lot of dancers don't know about being specific for commercials and videos. Yeah. You got to play to the camera. Yeah. And you played to the camera even though the camera wasn't there in the club. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally so that was easy for you. Yeah, and if you play, think about it. Yeah, and playing to it without being so down the right. lens. You're not you like, oh, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you know, knowing, being aware yes. of what's in what, the room. You know where the light is. Yeah. That's yes. that's it here. Yes. I know where the light is. Yes. Like I don't have to look down the lens, but I know you're watching me, <laughs> right? Even if I look to the left, I know you're looking at exactly. me. Exactly. You know, and I and and I know where that thing is, right? right? I know, and and I had things in my pocket. You know, I, I admire street dancers and and people who are all styles because they have things in their pockets that they know they got that no one else has, right? right? Like. I know I have this that nobody <coughs> mm -hmm. in this room is, and I know they're gonna go up when I jump in the air, twirl, and come down, right, right. or if I jump and lay out, right. or if I run up the wall and flip. You're gonna go <laughs> exactly, off. Exactly, exactly. Now, whether or not you need me, which was something else I learned, well, we don't need you right now, then mm -hmm. that was like, yeah, but you, the whole room was screaming for me. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you sure you're not gonna book me for this gig? Because you did see everybody. Exactly, right? yeah. But, you know, it's, it, it was, it was, that was my beginning, you know, and I learned a lot you know, uh, you know, in the very outset of this game, of, mm -hmm. you know, learning that this is a business first, you know, and this journey of entertainment is a roller coaster. Right. You know, as long as you put out <clears throat> those feelers and those things, something's going to happen. It may not happen the way you wanted it to happen, mm -hmm. but it's going to happen. Even to this day, it gets it gets proven all the time. You know, I've I've you know had plenty of agents, but I was I've been having an issue with my agent lately, mm -hmm. and and you know I just put out feelers. Yep. Everybody's not going to feel me, but <clears throat> right. somebody knows my history. Someone yep. knows what I bring to the table, right. and that's the person I want to be with. You know, um, so it's it's just you know, and and that's the one thing we had. Uh, you know, a, a a big difference between us and the generation today is they get all this information. Yeah. Right. They get. We right had to research, it. find it, go find get it, it go take get the it. class, do the thing. Right. Yes. And then yeah. understand it. Yes. These kids have all this information, but they don't have any understanding of how it really works, Correct. of what it takes to get here. Right. You didn't get to first class yesterday. Mm -hmm. You had to go to coach 
middle seats until you figured out <laughs> I need to be right here in right. first class. Indeed, I deserve indeed. this seat. Right. But a lot of people feel like they deserve that seat in first class before they've experienced coach right. and a middle seat. <clears throat> no, you don't. Right. Or an exit row. Mm -hmm. When you're in an exit row, that still makes me happy. <laughs> I only make sure I get exit rows if I'm traveling on my dime. Um, <clears throat> but I just say those things are things that are earned and that's an understanding of the information that you get. Right. And that's what, that's what I, I, I tell people all the time in this business. Yeah, you got a lot of information, but do you understand how this really works? How this game, mm -hmm. yeah, don't fall for that. That, that, I post that all the time, and right. that ain't all beautiful, <laughs> right? Like, right. it ain't what it's cracked <clears throat> up to be, but right. understanding what this business really is is what I think, I mean, I'm sitting in your amazing office watching all the art that you have up and the things that you've accomplished. I know you. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, I know this brother sitting across from me, you guys, and I know what it took for him to be here because I'm you. Let me ask you a quick question. Yes. Piggybacking off of that, I always ask everybody, how much money did you move to LA with in your pocket? <laughs> Here's why. Okay. I moved here, I think I had somewhere between 1400 and 1700 bucks. Okay. And I say that because I'm like, how bad do you want? Mm -hmm. And here's the other reason. You booked a video, you probably got $300 for the video, mm -hmm. right? That ain't no real money. No. Even back in 1990, 92, whatever <laughs> yes. fuck it was, do you know and what I mean? I was at that long <clears throat> when we were only 21, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's a whole other subject. <laughs> it, but it was, it, it was the job, and it was, it was the fact that you did the thing. Right, and you right. know what I did, though? I, I did... I, you know, that was the short of it. But what I did end up doing was I always worked in hotels. Okay. You know, I, I had a wife and kids. Mm -hmm. I worked in hotels. I had to sustain things. So I came down and I got me a job working at the Sofitel across from the Beverly oh, Center. That was smart. Back doing what I did up in San Francisco, okay. which was working at hotels. Now, mm -hmm. mind you, I kept that job for maybe four months mm. and <clears> then booked <throat> a job to Australia to work that was paying me five grand. Okay. So I told them peace in the Middle East. There's no, well, you can't go and work here. I was like, well, gotta go. I didn't come here to work back at a hotel. Plus, I'll figure it out with this five grand. Yeah. You, took, you invested in yourself. Yeah, yes. and, and went over there scared because the plane shook the whole way and I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> that long ass that flight. long ass flight to Australia. <laughs> Remember the beautiful experience. Came back, mm -hmm. went to pick up my boys because at this time me and my wife had separated mm -hmm. and dropped them off and was headed back to LA once I dropped them off and totaled my car. What? And my car cost $5,000. No. So I was out of a job <laughs> and I had to fix my car because you can't I get around in LA. I love this You can't stories. get around in LA without a car, <laughs> <No>. so <laughs> fixed my car. And thank goodness, at that point, I was doing a lot of, I was booking a lot of things that, that, that came to me. Like I did a bunch of commercials mm -hmm. and and things that came after that. So I was on a high, but it, it I ended up spending all that. You know, because yep. I didn't, I was like, well, I'm gonna always, get, res I'm gonna always get these residual <laughs> exactly, checks. Yes. I'm, these checks are gonna keep coming. Yeah. Well, I'm booking commercials like crazy. And that's I when they know. would show the commercials for a long oh, time. Yeah, and yes. then, you know, you would they, they would be on and you would still be getting, uh, I forgot what it was, a retainer or some type of fee yeah. that they pay you every three months and then they would re right. re replay the commercials. Right. You know, I had a bunch going at that time. And they, they do that because say you're doing a Pepsi, they're trying to keep you from doing Coke right. or Sunset, Sunset, or ahead, Hilly, you know what I mean? You better know. Yeah. Right, like they, they don't want you to do another yeah. another brand right. that's conflicting with theirs, so they keep paying you. Yeah. 
Um, and that happened, but then that went away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such a, a roller coaster ride. So, you know, I, I think to your to your question, I definitely moved here with that three hundred, but I booked a gig. I right. I got a job to sustain me, mm-hmm. and you know, pay for kids <laughs> and 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 ex. That I, I, was, I don't know if you know this, but you know, I used to do hair. I used to be a hairstylist. Didn't know that. We also soon like the whole thing. And and so I used to work at a salon in the Castro, 18th and Castro, called We're Up Hair. Literally right there on the corner. And Ronnie, like, you know, all them people. Um, and uh, uh, so when I moved here, I was thinking I was going to work at Jose Bear because I was doing upper class, you know, $75 right, dollar haircuts. Yeah. And I was like, did I come here to be a hairstylist or did I come here to be an actor? Something, yeah. So I wouldn't work the supercuts, which was really hard for me, mm-hmm. because they do four or five haircuts in a fucking hour at ten dollars a pop, a pop. <laughs> and you get a little dollar tip or some shit. Yeah. It was really hard for my ego at first. Yeah, and I never forget. I was there maybe eight months or something, and this is just a quick little side story. Yeah, and <clears throat> the 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 manager had told me like three months earlier she was getting annoyed with me because I was taking too long. To do hair, I'd spend an hour doing people's hair. Yeah. I'm used to that, right? right? <laughs> so I was like, I'll get it to two. I'll do my, be- <laughs> I'll do my best. Yeah. Two months later, I'm in there. Swear to God, this is what happened. I'm cutting hair, and I look, and the lady to my right is sitting down. I'm like, why is she sitting down? There's like a whole row of people in front. Mm-hmm. I look to my left, they sitting down. I look behind me through the mirror, all the stylists are sitting down. And I look in the front, and I'm going, there's a whole line of people in the front. And I turn to the front, and there's a manager. And she's just staring at me, folded like this. And I'm like, what the hell? So when I finish the thing, she walks over. She says, you see what you did? I said, what? She says, all these people are waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I said, what? Like, I had no <laughs> idea. She wanted to fire me on the spot. <laughs> and then I booked the Power Rangers, and I never came back. Yeah. So that's what I, that was my true story. Wow. And, and, and it's and you know, it's something to be said about you knowing your purpose here. Right. Right. And who you are. <clears throat> like, that's what you came to do. Yeah. You know, you came here to do the Power Rangers. You came here to, to fulfill that thing in us as entertainers, writers or whatever you want to say you are. There's mm-hmm. so much in you other than that that you have to do besides Correct. just write something right there's all these other you have to be a hyphenate now you have yes. to yes. you have to know how to work every department right. you have to know how to pick up something when it's time to pick it right. up you need to tell somebody what to do mm-hmm. you got to be a great team player and mm-hmm. a leader right. right and i and i and i think that's the beauty of knowing who you are when you come here that much you know that you have something to share with for the sure. world right? right and it and it and it is something that you have to go for because that's all you know. Right. That's the only thing that feeds you. The mm-hmm. other stuff doesn't feed you. Mm-mm. It doesn't fuel you is what mm-hmm. I should say. Yeah, that's a better word. Yeah, that's it doesn't word. fuel you. Yeah. It may feed you, but it does not fuel you. Right. It, 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 you'll be like, I can't do this. <laughs> Welcome to Mama's Own Sofa Tell. May I right. help you? And, <laughs> you know, thank you for coming. Bonjour. <laughs> it's funny that I moved here. I think I was here a couple weeks. I saw something in backstage. I auditioned for this movie. I booked it. They were giving me like, it wasn't a lot of money. It was a little indie movie. I was getting like 400 bucks a week or something. Mm-hmm. I thought I was rolling, mm-hmm. right? But it was like a three-month gig. That's so I was like, how yeah. am I going to do the super cuts and that? I was like, well, I'm just going to make it work. So I did. And the movie never came out. We never finished it. It was like one of those things. 
Fast forward, the first audition I did in dance was for this. I don't know if you remember. There was a pop star in England named Peter Andre. And mm. I auditioned. It's like me, No Bones. Okay, I know No Bones. Yeah, you know yeah. No Bones. And it was like 600 people. Okay. Me and No Bones got it. Okay. And, and I knew him because we did the hammer thing way back. And, and, and then it was... We were supposed to go on tour. We did a video. We were supposed to do this thing in, in all over Europe and all this shit. That shit never happened, of course. Yeah. So it's like my whole career has been a lot of, oh, you're doing a TV show. You're going to be recurring. And then I never come back and recur. <laughs> my whole career. Yeah. And so literally I had three shows in a row so that I was on. So what keeps you motivated after that? Because I pivot. Yeah. I constantly do. Yeah. You know, And I don't wait for Hollywood. You know, Which is why I told you we were offline. My whole career, all those 30 projects that I did was me independently 100%. doing projects, 200,000, 300,000, you know, 50,000, whatever the fuck it was, but I was in charge. And mm-hmm. I knew how to run a set. I knew how to run a writer's room. You know, all those little things like that. So it, it taught me that. So it geared me for the job I have now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, wow. I was just saying, so you were talking about Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis earlier. Right. One of the things I did for Ronnie yeah, probably was in the early 90s, so you must have already been gone. But we did a video for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis in the city. Oh, really? For a group called Low Key. Okay. That never really did anything, but we did the whole video and shit. And I never, I always think I'm going to look for that video and I always forget about it. Wow. But I remember they were called Low Key. So I, remember you brought that, up, I remember that group, though. Yeah, we did had. one of their videos in San Francisco. Ah. Yeah. And it was me and Ronnie, like two or three other, you know, the dancers mm-hmm. he hires and shit who did that. Um, well, I haven't spoke to Ronnie in a while, but you know he—he he definitely was someone in the Bay for me at that time that I looked up to as someone who was doing something, and 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 always felt like he had his own lane up there. With you know, he 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 always had something going. Even at the box when he would dance and they would put on little productions mm-hmm. up there, I'd be like, oh okay, you know. I was a little envious of it at times. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, because I wasn't always asked. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to be in that anyway. They're all up there. What are they doing? You know, who, turn on the music. Can we get back to dancing? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, mad because he didn't ask me. And then he asked me to be in something. Yeah, I'll do it. What do you want me to do? You know? um, anyway. Ronnie's, I'm, I'm going to have Ronnie on the show. I keep forgetting to ask him to come on the show. But one of the things that I want to do, one of the things I admire about him too is he never moved to LA. No. Like, and he, he does well in San Francisco, 100%. believe me. And um, he found a way. I remember when I was with Star. Remember Star's agency? Because uh-huh. I, I I was with Star's for a while, and then he came in and became like an agent at Star's who yeah. represented the dancers. Mm-hmm. So he would hire us all for commercials and all that shit like that. He always found the lane to keep him there and to still be successful. Yeah, it's and it's so funny you say that because I admire people who do that too. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn that till later in life when right. I would see people who would go back, who people would go in and be, oh, I'm back in Atlanta opening up a studio or da-da-da-da-da-da. Right. Because what you did was you <clears throat> took that knowledge and you stayed. And for those people who stay there and make it happen there, I think that's incredible. It's still living your journey and right. your, everybody's journey is different. Correct. It's still living that dream of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You just happen to keep it there. Correct. You know what I mean? And, and I never thought about that. Yeah. I absolutely never thought about that. I always thought to myself, I need it to be big. Right. I need it. I need to be able to do what those dancers are doing. Why can't I get what they're getting where they are and do what they're doing? Right. Why, why do I have to 
make pennies here when you guys come. <laughs> and he found a way where it's not pennies for those dancers, mm-hmm. right? Like they're getting paid a yep. rate. And, and dance is, is universal. I know for me, even when I, you know, I work on a few, a few shows right now mm-hmm. um, on Netflix um, that I've been doing for a minute where there's, whenever they have dance, it's called The Upshaws and Family oh, yeah. Reunion. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I say that to say, for me, it was about that. It, I wanted to, I love dance, but I wanted to encompass all of it. And I felt like in that, I needed more. Right. Right than what the Bay Area could give me, even mm-hmm. though I love the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, so to come here and to be able to, you know, I did a bunch of acting <coughs> stuff out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I have an uh, Jasper Coles at Newman Thomas Management is a person who manages me for my acting part. Okay. Um, Go to talent is who handles me for creative and choreography and commercial. Okay. So I always say <coughs> it is not just the one umbrella of things that I wanted to do, and that's why I needed to move. Like I wanted to be on that show, right? You know, and I remember I booked a couple episodes of The Shield and mm-hmm. all that stuff when I first got here. Right. You know, and I love being able to do it all. You know, I love it. I just thought that that was here for me. But people who who stay in the city, like Ronnie, mm-hmm. and keep that foundation going is just as important. I agree. You know? I, I agree. Because I, yeah. I remember having so many conversations with him over the years, like not understanding why in the world he wouldn't just come yeah. here, you know, and choreograph. Like he could be doing So You Think He Could Dance. He could be choreographing like 100%. all the shit. And I'm like, why aren't you here? And he's like, I'm happy. Yeah, and it's not his journey. No. But I didn't understand. I was yeah. like, why would you be that good and be stuck here? You know what I mean? But he's, he's not stuck. No. That's just me. Yeah. Thinking that you have to be with dancing with Beyonce to make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, because, it, because that's who you are. Right. And I think we're a lot alike like that. Oh, yeah. And I like that. I want the saying, best of the best. Yeah. I mean, I, I am. Mm-hmm. So why shouldn't I be here <laughs> exactly. competing against these exactly. kids? For right? Sure. Like, for sure. I've always felt like that. And... And, you know, what's for me is for me, you know, for the longest I had a partner that I did it with. His name is Jamal Sims. Right. Shout out to Jamal. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And we worked and we choreographed everything for like 10 years together. Let me just ask you, yes. just a side note, how did y'all come together and start? Did you mind talking about that? <laughs> no, I don't mind. Okay. Um, Jamal, uh, here's my thinking. Um, I was auditioning and doing a lot of things mm-hmm. when I met Jamal. And Jamal was someone that I was remember. he already a choreographer about that time no. okay Mm-mm. we started our choreography <clears throat> thing together but okay. he was a dancer right um a big dancer I, too he did yeah a lot he of but at that time I, he wasn't he wasn't at that time, okay. no at i have that it in time, my head for some reason he, that he, was. he was doing his singing group ah. he had a singing group okay i forgot i think it was called sons of soul mm-hmm. and they had a little deal and then i met, i see his video he'd be singing and stuff he still got it though yeah he jamal could sing yeah jamal could sing um and we actually, I remember it was a Karen White walking the dog video. Okay. And <laughs> at this point, I'd done so many videos. I came in <laughs> and, you know, it was me. It was me and a guy named Edgar. Now, okay. Edgar is probably 6'3". Okay. I'm 5'11". On a good day, if I put on some boots, I'm six <laughs> feet. Um, but it was me and him. Right. And they liked us. And I remember the choreographer at the time for Karen. Um, oh, I forgot her name. Anyway. Eartha, Eartha Robinson. Mm-hmm. And it was an audition. And I, you know, it, they had got it narrowed it down to me and Edgar. And I was like, I'm going to book this. And this thing has steps and choreography. Mm-hmm. And it's with Eartha. And then Jamal walked in. <laughs> and I saw their face light up. Hmm. 
And I said, he ain't even danced a step. Like, I've been in there busting my butt for this gig. <laughs> so they had me do it a couple of times. Right. They showed it to him. They had him do it a couple of times. And they had him and Edgar. Now, Jamal is 6'2". Edgar 6'3". Oh, I didn't know he was that tall. Okay. Yeah, he's like 6'1", mm-hmm. 6'2". Right. And I'm like, oh, they're going to give this niggas the job. No, I'm not going to get this one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sure as shit, he got it. And Edgar got it. And I didn't get it. Wow. But moving on to the next. But right. then I saw him out. Hmm. And we talked, and I think the rest of that is history. We we decided, you know, we booked, a, we worked with a guy named Frank Gatson, okay. and we did uh, a bunch of stuff for him. Then we did a, a dude named Usher, and we did You Make Me Wanna, and that blew up for okay. us. So then we started going out on our own with our own choreography, okay. um, and we did a lot, man. We did a lot with a director, Billy Woodruff, who I oh, love yeah, to this day, mm-hmm. my brother, and we did a lot with him and um, Paul Hunter, Hype, um, and just was doing that's Hype Williams. Hype Williams. I'm sorry. He called him Hype because that's his cousin. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just did you ever work with Eric White then, his his nephew? Eric, yes. Okay. Solely did. Who did a lot of B2K stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And and you know, we just had a great run, me and him. You know, all the way up until we the last movie, me and Jamal did uh, together was Hairspray. Oh wow! And before that, we did Step Up, the first Step right. Up, um, and then which we was par- huge. Yeah, that was huge, huge. The first one. Yeah, and and then we parted ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a good run, you know. And yeah, and for then a long I, time, it was a long time. Yeah, we did it for ten yeah. years together. We were choreographing everything, mm-hmm. you know. Before travel the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And I remember when we when we stopped working together. It felt like I was starting all over. You know, mm. entertainment is a roller coaster yep. ride, right? So I'm on this roller coaster, and we've been riding high, and we're that duel. And, and you have to reinvent we, yourself now. 100%. Yeah. But you know what I never forgot is I didn't come here with him. Speak right? on it. Speak I, never, on I didn't it. come yes. here with you, dude. Yes. I came here. As a matter of fact, when you jumped on board with me, my bandwagon was rolling right. in my mind. And yeah. I'm probably sure his wasn't his. But mm-hmm. you came into my house, right. and we built it and made it bigger. Right. But when you left... It was still me. That's mm-hmm. who I came to L.A. with. I'm not from L.A. I came from the Bay. Right. Right. And I know how to jump back on the roller coaster ride. <laughs> and I remember we, I remember the, t- I'll, I'll, let me see the best way to put this. I remember when, when I was told, I don't want to work with you no more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I remember him being in Canada. working. So you on, got a call. Well, me and him were talking. Okay. And we were having our, issues yeah, so he told me he didn't want to work with me so it, it escalated it got yeah to and it, it got to that yeah. point we were like cool that's right. the short of it mm-hmm. and I got a um, <laughs> I got a call for a movie mm-hmm. and he might tell this story different it was Alvin and the Chipmunks okay. and they wanted both of us and I told my agent at the time Jamal isn't here I don't want to go in with them thinking it would be both of us will right. they just see me right. now Jamal doesn't know any of this because he's in Canada because they didn't take me to do mm-hmm. hairspray. They just took him. Ah. After we had put it together here in L.A. already. But they took him. Got it. So long story short of it, they said, yeah, we'll see you. And I remember I got that script the day before. And I tore that script apart. Like mm. all the dance numbers. I had ideas for it. And da-da-da-da-da. Why don't we put the chipmunks on the log? And they can dance like this, like these moves. Right. And da-da-da. And I got up and I, you know, and I performed for those mm-hmm. kids. I needed this gig. Mm-hmm. And I booked it. You got to pitch it. And I booked it. And I walked out of there so freaking happy, man. Mm. Like, see, I can do this by right. myself. And, you know, 
needless to say, he wasn't that happy about it. Um, but we were no longer working together, mm -hmm. and you know, we w you know we wished each other the best, and we moved on from it. Right. You know, and to this day, I have nothing but respect for that dude. I learned mm -hmm. a lot from him. Yeah. Right. You know, I used to dance next to this him. He was six two. I was 5'11", and I'd be like, they're looking at him because he's taller than me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I would try to outdance it, and right. I'd just be like, no, what's meant for you is for you. Right. You know, everybody ain't gonna be able to sleep with him. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the leftovers. Mm -hmm. You know, that was in my young days. <laughs> you know what I mean? You wanna have them all? You can That's have hilarious. the ones that want you, and exactly. the people who want me want me. You know, he has such a great personality and right. smiling that people always gravitate toward mm -hmm. that, you know? And, and I learned how to navigate. That's why we were such a good team, because that's not me. Everybody don't like me till they get to know me. Right. Like you, Healy. Yeah. You love me, because you know me. <laughs> um, but it, Pretty wicked with the comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great time for me. I wouldn't take, me and him did a lot together, mm -hmm. you know. So Jamal Sims, definitely shout, shout out, out to, to him. Yeah, He's doing great things. I mean, still to this Married day. Married now and shit. He's married, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, he was, I don't know if he's still married. Okay. Again, I remember, unless, I thought I saw some photos. Yeah, he got recently. married. Oh, well, you probably know. In the last two years, I think. Well, I know he got married on the Grammys when Queen Latifah married everybody. Oh, right. And then I think they got that thing. I just saw some photos of him on the beach. Oh, then maybe somewhere. there's a new one. Yeah, well, I know there's a new one. Hey, there's I ain't the, trying to get nobody in trouble. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All well, I know is. Married. I don't know if they're married, <laughs> but, you know. <clears throat> I, I will always have a place. I love that dude. Right. You know, we love each other. We were together. You can't be together working uh, for, you know, and in this day and age, we're all, we know what we're about. We were together. So for 11 years. So, mm -hmm. you know, a part of you left and you regained your own spirit again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, after that, though, uh, it was, like I said, I booked that album in the Chipmunks and then it just took off again. Mm. You know, and it's this that roller coaster thrill that I love about this business. Right. Certain people get off of it because it ain't happening no more. Right. And it's like, no, it's just not it's just not going down the hill and making you happy or going in these it's still rolling. Right. You know, and I always say, Plan it, y'all. It ain't gonna grow the way you want it to grow, right. but you gotta plan it and right. stay on top of it right. in order for it to take some type of life, right? I mean, we know that. And and, and sometimes you'll take for example, the job I'm doing now, <clears throat> I actually took a pay cut to yeah. do it, yeah. right? But I knew the opportunity was gonna push me, so then in a year, like three weeks in, I was like, holy shit, my Rolodex is ridiculous already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So imagine where I'm gonna be in a year, oh. right? Imagine 100%. when I'm gonna be in two. And that's a good testament of what you do today is not for today, it's for tomorrow. You have to be thinking way ahead. Way ahead. Yes, As indeed. people in the entertainment industry, you cannot live for that day. You put out that seed for today and know what you're doing today is definitely down the line. Facts. It will come back. Facts. The people you meet today may not be for the day, but they're gonna say, you remember Hilliard? Mm -hmm. Or you remember Rosero when he did? You know, yeah, we need to call him. Right. I mean, that's how I got Family reunion. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I mean, I was doing Disney for a long time. Like mm -hmm. I did all these shows at Disney for five years. And then that went away. Right. Um, that was around 2013. That, you know, I did Camp Rock. I did Shake It Up. I did Good Luck Charlie, Austin and Alley. And then that all went away. Mm -hmm. Here we fast forward to 2017. That was 2012, 2017, five years later. I don't know if you know Eric Dean Seaton, who's a great director. His wife was Demi Lovato's assistant. She okay. called me mm. and she goes, Rosero, are you still doing, you know? I said, yeah, I'm still choreographing. Mm -hmm. Well, there's this new show that my husband is directing 
on Netflix called Family Reunion. Will you go in and choreograph us an episode for them? They're just starting up. This is their first episode Mm. with dance. I was like, "Uh, yeah. And I went down there, and you should have saw me smiling. My (laughs) my smile was from here to here every day. Mm. You would have, yes, I'm. Yes, I'm boss. Yes, sir. I mm. was I was there, and I put on, and then I met the. I don't know if you know Meg Deloth. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and she just she's was awesome. a beautiful spirit mm-hmm. to me, a beautiful from day one. Just you know, great job, and da 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 da. You coming back? Yeah, <laughs> that's she, what you want. <laughs> you want me wherever yes. you want me. I'm there, and she just she she not only fueled my creative and choreography side. But she also said, I, I wrote a, I put you in an episode. Mm. I want you to play this character named Roman. Oh, cool. And I was like, okay. You know, and so. <laughs> I am an actor too. I, you, you, well, I'm glad you looked at my Shake It Up days. I did do a couple <laughs> of acting roles on there. Um, and, you know, she gave me the role of Roman, which came back this season again. Oh, so you and got so, to recur. Good. Nice. And, and, and he'll be on, you know, whenever they bring out this. You know, we finally, we wrapped the last show earlier this year, but that episode will come out, you know. And then from that, I, you know, I met Rusty Coleman, who mm-hmm. I worked with for a while. So I did the Upshaws. Right. And then Meg went over to the neighborhood on CBS mm-hmm. and she called me over there. Nice. You know, and then from that aspect of. So you are likable. Huh? So you are likable. I am likable. I became very likable when the likable had to come out. Okay, look. <laughs> I, I am very likable, um, despite what people say about That's me. Um, you know, and it's just again a testament to the relationships that you build, right? It's in this game. It's about that. And again, understanding with all the information you get understanding that that's what builds these things. Right. Me and you reconnecting is mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Yes, this podcast, but there's other reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I hit you up about a group, you're not feeling them, but you know, it's still putting that out there, right? Like you, you don't know yep. where things are gonna come from. Yep. We're that group of kids that only know how to, how to work with what we were <coughs> given and, and make it better. Right. 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 So, yeah, I talk a lot when you get me going. Oh, it's fine. This is yeah. it's called the rant room. Right? Oh, I'm ranting today, children. 100%. We go off on some shit. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, what was the thing that, that was, what was your first big, like, gig that you got where you're like, I don't know whether it's a tour, whether uh-huh. it's something, or, or what's, or did the big stuff come when you guys started choreographing? Um, well, as far as dance, yeah. I would want to say the first thing where I knew that it was, you know, it's different from when I booked that first music video. So I would mm-hmm. say the first thing is when I, we did Usher, You Make Me Wanna. Right. And the way that it took over the world and took over people and kids at that time, everybody taking off their shoes and right. leaving it and dancing mm-hmm. at clubs and trying to do that choreography, I was like, whoa. And I remember that choreography exactly how I made it up, mm. exactly where it came from. And I say I because Jamal and I choreographed Usher together, but I, I <clears throat> we were in the garage working mm-hmm. and he went to bed. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired, we're not coming up with nothing I like. <clears throat> right. And I stayed in the garage and I said to myself, this is what this song makes me want to do. It makes me want to mm. take off my hat, though. It makes me want to open up, pull right. down my pants, leave my shoes. Because Usher wanted something so bad, like a Michael Jackson move. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to come up with a move that would, you know, outdo the moonwalk. Right. And I was like, that's not what it is. I said, what it is, is we need to leave our shoes on the stage. It's like we tore this shit up so dope. Take your shoes off and walk away from it. Interesting. And 
Jamal and I <coughs> tweaked it and I taught it and we both came up with certain moves mm -hmm. and then we showed it to Usher and them and they loved it. Mm. And it's so funny because <clears throat> Talk about taking your hat off and shit. Yeah, that's you know one of your I mean? old moves yeah, too. Come on, that's the club. <laughs> Don't play with me. Like, what the whistle at? What the whistle? Yeah, yeah, hey, that's coming back. Um, that's so funny you say that, Hilliard. Um, but so at the end of the day, I remember. Here's the other part of me. Uh, nothing has ever been handed to me. I've never been that guy that you have to have hmm. until you see me and I do something. Right. And so I always got to prove something. You got to prove it, right. isn't it? And they constantly want yeah. to come for you and make you prove it mm -hmm. okay here we go right just because you are a certain agent can't do it I mean I can't you know I'm bundled and bandaged up under all these clothes let's go <laughs> <laughs> I could drop it with the best of them um, <laughs> but I remember Jamal saying to me we don't have to be in the front hmm. you know and I was like you don't have to be in the front <laughs> I have to be in the front these people don't know who we are right right we're under this umbrella with Frank Gatson mm. at the time I need people to know who choreographed this. Right. And when people see this, I'm gonna be the person you see. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be in front. I can pair up with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, okay, I'm gonna let you go. Mm -hmm. And I remember, if you watch that You Make Me Wanna video, Tell them. at the very last shot, when we all take our shoes off, watch them walk away, and who doesn't walk away? <laughs> me. I didn't know they weren't gonna keep it. <laughs> they had to add an extra shot of Usher after that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of that dance, we were up front, and I did not walk away because I felt like this is my stuff. Mm. You know, this is something I created and stayed up all night for. Mm. You know, and, and people don't know how it came together. Like right. me and this dude that I'm choreographing with are feuding all night. <laughs> where he wants to go to bed. Right. Over it. We'll figure it out tomorrow. That's funny. <laughs> you got running, you right. know. So, and he did. He mm. went to bed and he woke up and, and I was like, I got something. Let's figure this out. And mm. we worked together because as a team, that's what we did. Yeah. Um, and, and that was our first big one. So the first big one was definitely You Make Me Wanna. Um, and, and Let me ask you this. Does that, does that catapult you guys to a point where now you have a quote, so to speak? Because a lot of people don't know. Let me just mm. let me preface this. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know. Like in the industry, when I stopped acting, I was getting a certain amount of money a week right. when I was on a show or something. Right. And I stopped and everybody thought I was crazy. Cause it's like, dude, you're finally making this amount of money a week, are you crazy? And I was yeah. like, it's not my passion. My passion yeah. is writing, yeah. right? Now, so what I'm saying is, when you are a choreographer, uh -huh. I'm assuming you do a big ass video tour, whatever it is for somebody, you come back and they're like, we wanna hire Jamal and, you know, and um, Rosero. They're like, Yes, you can have them, but their fee is this. Well, I'm just curious. I will say yes and no. I will say um, it's, it works a little differently <clears> because <throat> we did that video. It blows up. We get more work. Okay. But the rate that we're asking is pretty much the same. Okay. You know, because they know what they just paid there. Mm -hmm. Now, it's different on a movie. You know, what was the last thing that so-and-so paid you? Like when, when I... When I did Alvin and the Chipmunks and then I did the other movies, then yes, my rate would go right. up because those were union gigs. For sure. When they're union That's right. gigs, That's right. it's yeah, a yeah, little yeah. different. Like totally. that little video wasn't union. Mm -hmm. It blew up, so I got clout. Right. You know what I mean? You People, use I was working. We were using yeah. it. We were doing Tony and TLC and right. everybody else back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so for that, we kept going. But... And it, and it helped us. And yeah, we were working nonstop. Right. He would be over there, I would be here. It mm -hmm. was beautiful, mm -hmm. right? Buying houses and cars and acting <laughs> like we were Hollywood. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> and 
Then, so oh, yes. Oh, oh. Where my ten percent? <laughs> Where my so, pimp fees at? So yes, it was it was that part of it, but it didn't really start getting meat and potatoes until you did the movies. Okay. When we did the movies, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, the residuals um, and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, and when yeah, I did them movies, videos, you ain't making no. You make the flat fee and you and done, you're out of here, exactly. Mister. But when I did that, you know, it was a, 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 a eye opener for me because the money I got when they told me that, I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, I don't need this nigga. I'm good. <laughs> and I'll be good for a minute. Yes, you know? and, yes. I, and so that was good. But you learn that each gig is different. Like, you know, an artist that I work with a lot who I admire and love is Tony Braxton. Right. And me and Tony do a lot together. So the last thing that we did before the pandemic, which is, was American Music Awards. Okay. And we did uh, Unbreak My Heart, mm. right? And she was you know we were in south africa working and it was such a big creative process that i loved right like because we we were able i was able to do the videos and the screens and right. the whole look of it and i got her i put a, you know a big part of the creative thing as opposed to just doing the choreography as a creative director you i was going to get into that part you create yes. the whole vision right right which right. is where i'm at with things mm-hmm. I, you know steps i can do what do you need? Right. What do you need? But being able to come with a whole vision is incredible for me, right? Like I love the creative process, mm-hmm. and I'm and, and I'm that dude that still likes to choreograph. But I definitely have a team when it comes to that. You know, you, I'm not surprised because it takes me back to Ronnie has a little bit of this too. Like you're like a stylist too. Oh, all of it. You know what I mean? And, and like the whole creative side of you is like picturing the dress she's in, picturing the lighting, you know what I mean? All that stuff. I so the, the, the production design, the, all that. So, so I could that, see that. 100%. And so that moment, and I've, I've been fortunate enough to do that a lot. I did it on the last four <laughs> Soul Train Awards right. um, with the opening numbers. You know, they gave me a lot of, I would always send my creative over because I did it with Tisha and Tashina. Okay. And um, you know, we did love the last, girls. yeah, and they, they were just great to work <laughs> with, and, and we would, we would, we would come with ideas, and I would implement it with them, and we would, and pretty much what I love about Jesse Collins' productions mm-hmm. is that they they would roll with it, you know, to a certain extent. If I'm asking for way too much, you know, like no, we're not doing that, Rogero. <laughs> you know, okay, well, I just got to put it out yeah, there, yeah. you know, but. Being able to do that for the Soul Train Awards, being able to do Tony at the American Music Awards, mm-hmm. being able to, there's a little show that comes on called Black Music Honors, but I did that for four years, right. you know, and, and do a work on a shoestring budget. It ain't the same as the American Music mm-hmm. Awards or the Soul <clears throat> Train Awards, but it still yeah. fuels my creativity, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's, it's been a great run, Hilliard. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of ups and downs, but I will say this is, it still continues, right? It's just now you deal with the flip side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're told to build your resume and build all this up because that's what gives you that foundation. But as a dancer and a choreographer and a creative, sometimes they're like, oh, no, he's dated, right? Right. And when that first time somebody said that to me, I was like, who? <laughs> I was looking to see who the fuck they were talking to. Dated? <laughs> You know, um, okay, so now it's a new world for me. And mm. and thank goodness for the relationships, you know, that I have. Like, you know, another person who I just adore is Kiki Palmer. Mm. She has, me and Kiki worked She's together done. for the first time on Rags. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, two, I forgot what years, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. or whatever, 13, I think. 
12 or 13. And we've been rolling ever since. She will get an ideal and hit me and we're up. Mm. During the pandemic, we were so working, me and her, with mask on on things, of <laughs> course. But she was doing videos, really? you know. And then from that, we ended up doing, you know, I remember she Did you go out. with her to do Legendary? Yes. Okay. We did Legendary uh-huh. together. We did, but that I was this that year, show. wasn't that yeah. this year? They were, yeah, she was on this season. That's yes. right. right. So she right. was the judge on that. So right. yeah, we did the opening with her, with an older song of hers that I had remixed because I okay. said, Kiki, this is... Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was like, well, let's do it then. Let me hear it. <laughs> you know. And yeah, we did Legendary. We did um, we did the uh, MTV Awards mm-hmm. last year during the pandemic. Right. We did the Macy's Day Parade. She nice. was popping. You know? She's an influencer. I mean, everybody be tuning in to her shit. So. She's, uh, she was popping. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and working with her creative, you got to be ready to go. She'll call it the drop of a hat. Mm. I need a palace. Where can we get a palace to do this video <laughs> in L.A.? I'll find you one. Mm. You know, we found this. See, great, you're doing producership. Yeah, well, you know, uh-huh. and it's like because when it's just her, we do our shit. Right. You know what I mean? So right. we found this great palace in the hills and we shot hands free video there. And mm. we went out and drove out in the desert and made her look like an Egyptian queen. Right. Like she's just like me. She's mm-hmm. a freestyle. Okay. Right? And that's all it is. She's an all style freestyle and goes with it. Okay, let's do it. I don't know. And what she says, you ready, Rizzo? I'm like, I'm ready. Okay, let's see what happens. Mm. We've been prepared as much as we can prepare. Right. Turn the cameras around and let's go. <laughs> right? Let's go. Kids, right. we're either going to do this or not. Because mm-hmm. it's in the doing. See, the difference between us, Hilliard, is we're doers. Yeah. I'm so here seven days a week. If I'm, before I had my other job, seven days a week. We're doers. Yes. So it's in the doing. It's yeah. already accomplished. If mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it, we're gonna do it, yeah. and then once I'm a we finisher. Do it, that's right. Yes, a finisher. I like that I even finish better because shit. now it's accomplished. Yes, here it is. It may not be good, <laughs> but I finished the thing. Yes, and, and every time you do it, it gets better. Yeah. See, and that's what people don't understand. They mm-hmm. give up. They just talk about it, right. and it's something that I talk to this group I'm doing the knuckleheads about mm-hmm. all the time. You got to do it. Yep. Everybody ain't gonna like it. Yep. Right. Everybody's not gonna like it. But who are you as that yep. entertainer if you don't complete it? Because it's right. done. Right. And, and whether or not you like it or not, thank you for watching. Yeah. You know, thank yeah. you for viewing and telling me. It's only awesome. one song. So yeah. you got to get to the next one and then, then the next one or whatever. Right. And, and then one of them right. might jump. One of them somebody's going to like. Might jump. You know, yeah. we got eight and ten of them. This is our third one out the box. So I'm just saying it's in the doer and the finishing. I love that. Correct. You know, you do it and you finish it. Correct. And then you can move on to the next. There's something about, <clears throat> I tell young writers this all the time. There's something about, like, one of the things, there's two things that annoy me. One of them is a writer, and you probably know this with, you know, a lot of writers and producers, too. You talk to somebody about a project a year ago, and the bitch is still on that project, drives me bananas. Oh, my God. You know, there's a difference between you finished it and you're trying to raise the money and it takes a long time to get Mm -hmm. financing. That's a completely different thing. Right. But you still trying to finish the project? (laughs) <laughs> you procrastinating your little butt off and you're afraid to get to the end. You know, and you're afraid to a, get to And you're not as passionate <clears throat> as you say you no, are. No, because you know you when you, you, woke, when you wake up in the middle of the night and it sparks you, you do the entire routine in like 10 minutes. 100%. You know what I mean? It's 100%. the same theory. Mm-hmm. You get through that story if you're passionate about it. To me, you're forcing yourself to do it. Yeah. You know, and, and, I, it, and, and I say, yeah. set that over there and get to the one that's going to make you want to get to The one that makes the one that you're ready to get dirty with. That one. 
It's the one that you're ready to get dirty with, yes. dude. It's the one that you're ready to like, okay, let's go. Yes. Because it ain't about the money. It ain't about the accolades. It's about you getting your vision out there. It's right. about you having something so deep in you that it has to be told or it has to be out there for the world to see. Right. You know, and when you do that thing, it, it is such a feeling of, you know, when, when we walked into the American Music Awards with Toni Braxton, yes, mm -hmm. she has Unbreak My Heart, but it was 2019, mm -hmm. and it wasn't about her, right? Like that generation out there, there was, it was a Taylor Swift night. Right. It was all these Dua Lipa, and it was all these other people up there, and da-da-da-da-da-da, mm -hmm. and Toni Braxton shut it down. Mm. She shut it down with Unbreak My Heart, right? right? <clears throat> this generation and everybody was just glued and I was so proud of that moment because what it took for her and I to get there mm -hmm. and what it took for the, them to believe in that vision and, and for me to finish it was incredible the right. night for me. Right. And it and it fuels me to this day. People right. are like, oh yeah, you're just posting that again. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't done that. yet. <laughs> no, of course I'm a poster. You can you beat it? No. Right. You haven't. No, because right. you and a lot of times people want to pigeonhole you into what they think you are. Right. No, I'm not just that kid. Mm -hmm. I have so much in here, kids, that you, I gotta get out still. Right? Now, if you, we're gonna get at the end whenever we're done, we'll get out your Instagram and Twitter, whatever okay. you have. But, cause when I look at your Instagram, you be on there with some motherfuckers that people know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so did you did you do something with Beyonce them at one point? Yeah, I did. That? I did um oh what was the song? Sweet Dreams. Right. I did that with Beyonce. Okay. Um and what it is, Frank Gatson was working with her at the time. I don't know if he's still working with her, but mm -hmm. he had opened it up to other people cuz I okay. worked with Frank for years. Um and I remember after I did that, I was like I'm never doing it again. <laughs> um so I came in and I did Sweet Dreams and I forgot the other guy who Frank brought in with it to do it. But um, I remember being in the room and just thinking she was really dope. She was very professional. I remember some of the dancers going down in flames because they were nervous. Because we all had to put together a piece <laughs> to present to her of uh, how right. this would look. Yeah. And so I showed her mine. Mm -hmm. You know, I had faceless dancers because I didn't want them to have faces. I want you to be interested in just the movement. And... She loved it. Mm -hmm. She loved it so much that, you know, not only was there faceless dancers and some of that stuff that I right. did, but it was used in another video, video phone, where they put phones on their head. Or mm -hmm. I think that was her and Gaga with it. But, you know, I love that she saw the vision. And, and so, yeah, that was the one thing I've done with her with Sweet Dreams. What about Kelly? Roland? Yeah. No. I've never worked with Kelly Rowland. Okay, well, I think I've seen some photos of you doing Kelly. No, it was me and, if anything, it was me and Kiki or me and Tony. Okay. Me okay. and Jody. That's it. Wally. Okay. Me and Jody were rolling together for a long time. Okay. Because um, she come from the era you and I. You kinda, already maybe know. Maybe a little bit earlier, but yeah, same thing. but still same thing. <clears throat> right. you know, and I loved her. I, not loved. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I loved working with her. And we had a good run, you know. And, and she even... <clears throat> opened me up to another side of things, you know, because she she felt like we were kindred spirit. If I felt her presence in right. me, I felt her freestyle. I felt her, you know, who she is as a wild child, mm -hmm. like you know. And I had a, and I <coughs> adore her, truly adore her, you know. And we parted ways in two thousand two thousand nineteen too. We parted ways, but it's so funny. I remember the day 
that we didn't work together officially anymore mm -hmm. and I made up my mind I was done. And and that day I was on the beach in Malibu shooting. As you do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was working. Okay, you were and working. I was good. working, but I was on the beach. <clears throat> and I just told my assistant, give me a minute. Hmm. And she was working with the artist and my phone rang. Hmm. And I picked it up and it was Aaron Johnson who works on Black Music Honors, and she asked me if I would come to the Trumpet Awards in Atlanta, which is a, a show. Okay. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, that's funny, you're calling me on a Sunday. She said, yeah, we've been meaning to call you, can you be on a plane on Monday? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I hung up and I just <clears> like, isn't that the universe telling me know that I'm fine? Sometimes you have to let something go to get something else. It will hold you back. Dude. You know, and change is inevitable. So embrace it. Yep. Like you've got to when the when the universe is telling you whatever it is to you, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Right. You don't know why, right. but if this isn't fueling you anymore, it's time for you to go and and don't waste time. Right. You know, and and I like I said, me and Jody worked together since ninety eight, maybe. Oh wow, ninety eight, ninety seven. Long, oh, yeah, run. yeah. You know, it was when me and Jamal were together, <laughs> and then me and her mm -hmm. continued, and then we stopped. Right. You know. And it hurt. And I remember it hurt sure. because I was like, whoa. But then I was like, wow, there's something else out there for me. And in, 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 in right after that, Tony was on me. Mm. And me and Tony started doing stuff mm. like crazy because me and Tony go way back. Right. You know, so. Was you in one of her videos at one point? Is that the Tony one? Tony Braxton? Yeah. The, you were, uh, I remember a video where you were like the lead person in. That oh, was yeah, one did, big one. I did a lead in, in Vogue's video. In Vogue, maybe that's was what it was. giving him something he can feel. Yeah. And I was a lead in Candy's video. Okay. Candy had, when you're out at the club, don't think I'm not. <laughs> Which I love that Billy let me be the lead in that one. Yeah. But again, again, not, I told Billy, I, Billy, it was, it, <laughs> Billy used. Billy was, Woodruff. Billy yeah, Woodruff, I'm sorry. He, <clears throat> there was another video that, um, Jamal was the lead in of Tony's, mm -hmm. which is a whole nother story. But <laughs> <laughs> Jamal knows that story. You can that's ask fine, him about that fine. one. Um, but then when it came down to do this video, Billy asked us who was going to be, who wants to be the lead in this candy video. Hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely the more aggressor out of me. And Jamal was <laughs> like me. You just said. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Hilarious. And he was like, Billy was like, I mean, we don't really care who it is. I right. said, me. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, you guys really want that light bright nigga. Exactly. That fall, but he ain't doing the lead in this way. So I love Jamal. He knows how I am. Um, so, you know, that's how I got that one. I mm -hmm. mean, there's Wendy Moten. There's, there's a lot of videos that I did that. I think I'm thinking about. The giving them something you can feel. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. It was in Vogue. It was, does it mean it was like, him. oh shit? Yeah. There's Rosera. Like it and was it's so big... funny because I was in a group at that time <clears throat> with Frank Gatson, and we had a, he had a singing group, and mm -hmm. I was in it. And he's he worked with in Vogue, him and Travis, and they were Travis he, Payne. Travis, Travis Payne. Payne. Yeah. And they, I'm sorry, Travis Payne. And they already had said who was going to be. We, we were going to be in his group. We were okay. going to be featured in this video. Right. Well, my agent <coughs> called me and said they're pulling, they, um, they're having submissions for this. They want you to come down. Hmm. 
And I said, well, Frank just told me. I was like, okay, I'm going. I didn't come here with this right. group of dudes. Right. I'm just in the singer. So I went in, <laughs> and I booked it as a lead. <laughs> now, when we get to the set, yeah, Frank's group, which I was in, was in it. But they, if you look at the back table that we right. move every now and then, <laughs> that was them. Hilarious. You were supposed to be sitting there with I was supposed them. to be sitting there with them. <laughs> If I didn't again take myself and know I didn't come yep. here with nobody, I'm right. going to audition. And I walked in and the director wanted me and he put me right up there with the lead guys mm-hmm. sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, I, you know, I worked flirting the camera and for shit. flirting and shit. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> That's you killed that video. That was a good video. It was, was a good video. one. And, you know, it's, it's, and it's, in hindsight, when you look back at those things and those moments of things that you've done, it's like, wow, this is really cool. Right. You know, that now this is in the history books. Right. You know, there's, there's a lot of that, that people do things and I'd be like, wow, that, I did that. Well, I had a hand in that, <clears throat> you know. Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about what it's like to be on tour, like a big tour okay. with somebody, right? Let's talk about what it's like being when you're the dancer and mm-hmm. when you're the guy doing the creative side and, you know, you're probably doing the creative directing and, uh-huh. you know, it's a big number and, a, you know, costumes and fireworks. And what's it like going on tour? And because I know what it's like being the dancer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like doing that side of it, the creative side of it. So I'm just curious from well, your point. It's, give me give me both. OK, so being the dancer <clears throat> part of it is a lot less stressful. Like what's the day to day? So the day to day of a dancer. So I mean, you of course you have to audition right. for the the tour. Um, once you get on the actual tour, you are just pretty much on a tour bus, which I never really liked, <laughs> um, riding around the country, and you know you the biggest the thrill of being on stage is nothing like it. You know that. So yes. when you're up there on stage, it's beautiful. Right. It's amazing. You know the backstage once the show is up and running, it's amazing. You know you know where the points are where people are going to scream. Mm-hmm. You know how to get dressed quickly so you can walk out in the audience and mm-hmm. people will notice you even though you act like you don't want them to. <laughs> <laughs> you know all of that is beautiful. Aren't exactly. you that? Oh, you were that. Oh yeah. Hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You got dressed quick to come out there and do that in the first place. Your parents ain't. Your parents. <laughs> Ain't in um, New York. You live in LA, so there's no need for you to go act like you're looking for your parents out in the audience. Um, that part of it is great. That the friendships you make on tour are great. You know, I didn't. I'm not. <clears throat> I'm not the most personal guy. So the tour bus part of it, I would just be in my bunk. Oh, okay. You know, while everybody else is partying on the bus and da 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 da, I would be in my bunk. I'm I'm that guy. Like you know I don't do a lot of smoking and drinking right. so I'm good me neither never tasted it yeah and I'm just like I'm good yeah. you know have a good life with yeah. that um, but being out on the road and seeing things I love that yeah. I love being on stage I love being like on stage much, in Vogue I love being on stage with Tony I, I'm asking you questions from an audience point of view right. by the way some of the things I get but I'm, just so you know right what's it like say you guys go like you were talking about being on tour with Tony um, right. earlier like what's it like being in South Africa for example and Um, Like how much freedom do you have as a dancer? How much freedom do you have as the uh, creative director, choreographer? Like how much... Did you get that that all access pass? Well, yeah. I'm just curious. Well, 100%. So... um, there's a couple of things here. So, so like you said, first of all, the freedom that you get as a creative or what have you is you put the show together. And yes, right. you go in, you keep the show up. You may ride with the show, like I did Lucky Day, right. this last Lucky Day tour. And I was out with <coughs> Lucky and I went maybe just four or five cities and then 
I was good. Once I okay. knew everybody knew how to give him his code at the time, when to bring his water, <laughs> da da da. This right. is what he's doing. This is where things go. Talk to the lighting guy. Mm -hmm. They didn't give me screens on this tour. Okay, it's pretty simple. Lucky's gonna get up there and kill it, right. right? What me and Lucky did was just pull out the best of him and give him moves that worked on certain songs okay. and have the band flow with him. Okay. His stylist is incredible, so they looked great. So I whirled that city for about five cities. When I did Tony, and what I love about Tony is I love being out there. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm doing Tony stuff and I can be on stage, so I brought me and another dancer. Right. And then I would pick up dancers. Like when we went to South Africa, instead of having dancers fly with her, I oh. picked up two dancers in South Africa okay. and taught them the show. Really? Yeah, taught them the show and put them in. And they got to do it in a couple of days? They do shit? it in two days. Oh my God. But the crazy part <clears throat> about it is not like Tony's choreography is jam. That's true, that's true. Right? Like yeah. we, we're doing certain like Man Enough For Me mm -hmm. or he, uh, 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 what was the other a couple other songs that sh we started the show with Man Enough For Me oh I can't think about it okay. oh, anyway whatever her songs mm -hmm. are that required dancers right. it would be like a couple of them mm -hmm. so those dancers if they're good can learn that in two days okay. and then they're on stage in their hometown now how was it like being in Africa Lagos, Nigeria mm -hmm. no disrespect but I don't have to go back <laughs> 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 I was <clears throat> I was like a shock for that mm. one yeah, either you have very very rich which is where we were or you are very very poor right. and it was sad to see mm -hmm. our people kind of like that for me living in these huts and da 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 da, I'm da. Sure. and I wouldn't even call them huts they were just like really run down areas mm -hmm. Johannesburg Shanty town huh? yeah mm -hmm. South Africa J Joburg I think is what they call it Johannesburg mm -hmm. and um, the other place we were at in South Africa beautiful I mean, it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. It was just, I, I, I enjoyed every bit of it. I wanted to do a safari. We weren't there long enough. Um, but it was just beautiful. Africa mm -hmm. was my first time going. Mm -hmm. And it was great. You know, I did a lot of touring when I would do stuff with Jody Watley and going to Japan. I mean, all those things yeah. that you, you, you think that. You she know, still got a big fan base. Oh, heck. Crazy. Yeah. Heck yeah. Jody. Jody will do this forever. Jody, you know, come on. She 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 is somebody who hoop earrings and fashion and all was there before <laughs> exactly. the girls were there. Yes. She was that girl. Yes. Right? So you can't take that from her. Right. You know, two major, major hit albums, but she's still doing stuff to this day, putting out music, mm -hmm. touring. You know, and then when we go to Japan, which which we did twice a year. Wow. I loved it. You know, then, you know, she rebuted SRL, which, you know, rebooted it. Shalimar Reloaded for a while and I did that with her mm -hmm. and I enjoyed it you know it was me her and another singer and we mm -hmm. were up there singing and dancing across the country she would <laughs> she would do the Shalimar hits right. you know it, it, it was she let me, let me ask you that okay okay now you open another door what makes you decide I'm gonna perform too on certain things and and you had mentioned earlier about still having your your agents to rep you for commercials and acting yeah are you still is that still the side of you where you still like have, have dreams to be a series well, regular I don't and think, movies I, or whatever? Like I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't <clears> know if, <throat> it's so funny you said it. I don't know if it's a dream to be a series regular or a dream to, I'm allowing the universe to take me where that is. Okay. You know, when I moved to LA, I took acting classes for five and six years, like right. just in it. You know, I wanted to do that. So yeah. then I was doing it more or less for the going out on the roads. Like I did Mind Amencia, I did The Shield, I did a couple of cold case files, mm -hmm. you know, that right. thing. Sure. Um, and so what took off was the choreography. Mm 
right? But in that, I still have a passion for the acting side. I'm an entertainer. I'm not a dancer. I didn't take dance classes my whole life. That was something that I was good at. And Mm -hmm. once I got with the right people, like the Debbie Allen studio people and Bob Talmadge and Mm -hmm. people, they would include me. And that made me better. Um, But to answer your question, of course, yes, 100%. It's all of me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's all of me. You know, I did this, I auditioned for this gig about a month ago. And I got it. Mm. And, and my manager, Jasper Cole, was like, yeah, you know, you got it. Um, I think I know Jasper. You probably do. I think yeah, I'm not sure I yeah, know Jasper. You yeah. probably know Jasper. <clears throat> he's, he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. He does something on BET right now, BET Plus show too. Okay. The family business, he's on that. Okay. Um, anyway, he told me they put you on hold. And I was like, oh, okay. Been there. <laughs> yeah, they put you on hold. Wait for it, y'all. I said, Wait well, for I'm going to have to leave town on Friday. And he says, well, they know that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I had left, and they didn't book me. So he calls me on Saturday. I'm already in Denver. Right. He says, they want to know if you left yet. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I left, Jasper. Welcome to Hollywood. Like, well, it's their loss. You know, now they don't like the guy they, they picked, and they want you instead, and wow. da 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 And I was like, oh. You know, but what, again, that takes me back to my Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis days where they hit me back. Mm. You know what I mean? So I didn't get to right. go do that role, but they still right. wanted me, so I know I got that. Yeah. You know, it's like. And, and I'm going to tell you, and you know this from staffing dancers, from, from hiring dancers, yeah. you do the same thing where you're like, she's not right, but I swear to God, the next one I do, yeah. I'm going to bring her because she's really good at ballet or whatever the 100%. thing is. So it's still, you know. And it takes the pressure off you now, mm-hmm. I bet, when you audition, because you know, I may not get this, right? but, but they're going to be like, the next there's one. Some, and then there's something for me. But Thanks. even in that, I still have this. I still get to be a creative. Right. I still, this is just another side of me. Right. You know what I mean? It's a, being on stage, even singing with Jody and doing all that. <clears> I'm here <throat> with Jody Watley and, and him, and we're the new SRL, and we were, <laughs> we were in Amsterdam turning right. it out, and we've been all around the world with her mm-hmm. I will never take that for granted you know even though we don't work together anymore right. but it's still you could look it up on YouTube kids mm-hmm. it's there slaying the crowds <laughs> you know <laughs> so I I, I I just think I wouldn't change it for anything yeah. you know but it is a business it is a journey that is never never you know people see things that you know <clears throat> that I've acquired with it you know but you see I drove up in this little old Range Rover I have it's an still Aston. Cute though. It's cute. <laughs> you keep but it, I have you an Aston out. Martin at home, right. but they're paid for. Mm-hmm. Those cars will be buried to the left and the right of me. <laughs> right? Like I've always had a new car, never <laughs> again. Reserve will be in his old Range Rover and his old Aston Martin. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those old dudes that you see. And that's the last car I payment. That. That's the last car payment that's I'll ever what, have. Yep. I don't want another car right. payment. Like I've been there. Yes. New car every year, mm-hmm. spending money. <clears throat> da, da, da. Huh? Yeah. No, I'll be fine. But see, that's what I always tell people. People who've been in the business for a long time. That's why you see them driving a Prius and all that shit. They don't need to do it no more. No. That's new money. <laughs> new money buys the Ferrari and the, all the bullshit. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And, and, if you, and if you can do it, then hey. yes. But I feel like for me, I like living the way I live. Mm-hmm. I like going and busting my butt and then coming home and swimming in my pool. Yes. 
You, you got know. a gorgeous house too. I, I love it. Thank yeah. you so much. And I and I like in there choreographing in the fucking garage, <laughs> fucking mirrors and shit all up in there. <laughs> well, but, you know, I mean, it's it's my comfort. It's where yeah. I. It's how I have to do it now. Mm-hmm. I've afforded myself that kind of luxury right. of doing it, right? But I work just as hard. I have not been home the whole month of August. Wow. And and you know, the first beginning of this year was all TV shows, right? right? Like from. December of last year till I would say June, I was on every TV show working this year. Right. Then everybody went on hiatus. A show didn't come back. Someone I haven't gotten one call. So yep. what do you do? Well, I could sit around because I got I got something nest egg set aside mm-hmm. for because that's what we do in this business. You better put that shit aside. You put it aside. Yep. But <clears throat> what I was like, that's not me. I got to be busy. Right. So I hit the road and had my assistant book me a bunch of master, master classes. classes. And when I tell you, that's hard work. I'm sure. Because Rosero's out there. Mm-hmm. He's acting like everything is beautiful. <laughs> but he's driving to these places yes. and getting there after a three-hour drive and right. teaching. And the beautiful part about it is getting to the studio and seeing these young faces of a next generation of kids. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. Right. The driving part, I'm not so happy about. Yeah. But once I get there and I'm dancing with them, we're having a good time. To see those people really appreciate it and, right. and ask questions that are meaningful and want to know mm-hmm. about the business part of dance, it's everything to me. It's my, um, like I said, this <clears throat> this podcast is a extension of yeah. what I do. And so I used to teach at the Organization of Black Screenwriters and I would say, here's how I got a script to Sundance. Here's how I sold my first script, like all these things. And it, 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 I started going, I need, I'm just talking to these 30 people. Yeah. I need to be talking to more people. Boy, People's like, dude, you, you give so much game, like blah, blah, blah. So that's how, this is an extension of that. Wow. And so I really love that, you know, you're going out of your way and doing these master classes. It's not about the money. Yeah. It's about the giving back and keeping busy and meeting new people and all of those things. Because one of those kids are going to be somebody to next week. 100%. Yes. Right. right. Right? Like, and, and that's my thing too. So many dancers that I have worked with and started with, you know, and, and this this is nothing, but you know, what I mean by that is that, that and to watch them be, some, like Brian Friedman, oh, yeah. Brian, Brian Friedman mm-hmm. is, a, is, a, is an amazing choreographer, creative, who when he first got here, he worked for me in audition and did this uh, <clears throat> Shanice okay. Wilson, when I closed my eyes. When he had that hair, that yeah, curly hair. When it? I closed my <laughs> eyes, and I remember thinking, this dude is incredible, mm-hmm. you know? Tabitha and Napoleon, I would ah, work with them yeah. in the past. I would hire Napoleon and Tabitha for gigs, you know, and to see these people where they are. Right. You know, these, these people have really grown, and, and I always tell people, who's your favorite choreographer? Oh, it's Matt Stefanina, right. oh, it's this person, oh, it's that one. I said, well, all those roles are taken. <laughs> tell them. All those roles are yes. taken. Yes. Who are you, Yes. right? Like, you're that next person. The mm. role of Rosero or Jamal or <clears throat> Hi-Hat, they're mm-hmm. all taken, right? right? So who are you as that individual? You're more than just a dancer. Mm-hmm. And when people call themselves that, I'd be like, really, I see more in you than just dance, right? You're a beautiful person. Yep. And then sometimes when the people are really tall, I'd be like, oh, we have a model in here moonlighting as a dancer. <laughs> and you just see that little face. Exactly. Like, yeah, girl, when them braces come off, look, your some, ain't nobody told doing. you how beautiful yeah, you are. Right. <laughs> you need yeah. to move, move that light tomorrow, bitch. <laughs> you are a model, yes. girl. Yeah, you better get to Paris. Okay, love. You know, so it's like, <clears throat> All of that is in you. Mm-hmm. Let other people create a label for you. Right. I don't create a label for myself. Mm. 
whatever that label is. Right. I let other people, you want, what are you? Oh, well, mm, yeah, well, if that's what you need to put me in, right. but that's not me. Interesting. You know, I, I just do it all, mm -hmm. right? Like, I can do it all. No, I'm not John Legend. Mm -hmm. No, but I'm definitely PM Don. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's, it's it's all of that. It's 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 the beauty of entertainment. I can't say enough about all of it. I love you know, and my son, he's a writer. Okay, um, and I got to introduce you to him earlier because he's really really good. That's all he's done his whole life. And he does screenplays or what? I don't know what the difference really is when you say screenplays. Well, he does writes, he write movies and TV yes, movies or does he write TV, books? Movies and TVs. Okay. Um, and whenever people ask me that, I'm like, well, he does, like, he writes scripts all the time, and he's writing things that he's trying to pitch and blase, blase. Like so he's, he's a really screenwriter? Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he'd be like, Dad, you should have went in there and at least known that before you said it to him. <laughs> You've um, only been in the industry for forever. 50 years. Yeah, I just know a script, put it in front of my face, and it's like, who wrote this? Great. You want me to tell you about what part is the dance in it? You know what I mean? What do you guys call it? It's a script. It's right? stupid. Um, so... <laughs> You know, that's his passion, mm -hmm. right? Like, and... Yeah, he should be listening to my show. Oh, he will definitely. <laughs> For sure. You know, and and I just think that his passion is, he's so creative with things. When I watch him, like, he's, he, he choreographs with me. He dances. He's He's been in a bunch of stuff on his mm -hmm. own merit. Okay. Right? And to watch that passion grow, I look at him and I go, wow. Is he here too? Yeah, he's in LA. Okay. I always look at him and I go, wow, you know, I've made it easier for you. Hmm. Right? And he'll tell me, Dad, you have. You know, like, I have. I, you know, yeah. nobody was here for us. Yeah, yeah. We came for us. Now, think about the people you can help. Yeah. Like, oh, I know Hilliard. Or mm -hmm. I know da-da-da. Right. I know so-and-so. Mm -hmm. Check him out. Yeah. You know, check that out. But you still have to be ready to put in the work because it doesn't matter. If I'm giving out a, somebody for you, mm -hmm. You got to be able to pull through for me got or I to. look like an idiot. Yes. Right? Yes. So it is just, you know, to, to I can go on and on, but I will say this, you know, <clears throat> I'm so happy we connected mm -hmm. um, because a platform like this is, is really great. Being able to speak on, you know, just the past, the life, the, how we both came from the Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Six hours down the road, mm -hmm. but that's a lot. You can't just get here when an audition is in the morning no. and they call you in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So you, you gotta to you really gotta either be here, be here or you gotta you know what I mean? It's about I always tell people like how bad that's why I said, How much money do you move here with? Because it's not about how much, it's about how bad do you want it. You will 100. find a way. You will sacrifice. You will find a way. You know that's what I mean? So cool. <clears throat> and it and it's a real thing because and you need to be building your tribe. You know, yeah. those tribe of people, like all those dancers you're going to meet in dance class are going to be part of your group. When you get a show, those dancers are going to be your friends. You know what I mean? They're going to be them. one of them are going to become a choreographer and hire you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's stuff like that. That's but you got to be you got to be available. Yeah. One hundred percent. And you got to be good. Good and available. You know what I mean? I know. No. One hundred percent, man. And, 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 and to piggyback off of that, being good and available and really, really no, you have to be humble in these places. You got to walk in and just be yes and mm -hmm. ready to go. And, you know, you got to be, I've always been a hungry person. Right. 
right? But I was It's a Bay, th- Bay thing, though. I think it's. Oh yeah. It's in the, yeah, it's something about it. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, we we understand. We be successful and still think we ain't got enough. Still, still. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes, for sure. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because <clears throat> until you look back and talk about it, you're like, wow, I did a lot. Right. I mean, you're sitting here on the own lot. Mm-hmm. You're sitting here right here. You know, is this one connected to the one? There's own. Oh, I always think it is mixed up. No. Are we on for Santa Monica right now? We're at, yeah, Santa Monica's right there. Right there. Yeah, right. we're at Formosa and Santa Monica. There. Right, so it's like, look at where you are. Like, this is an accomplishment in itself. Yes. To be right here in this building. Yeah. Having and the guard gate. That's right. And having the guard. <laughs> yeah, I invested in. in myself. You know, people think, oh, you're on a lot. You have a deal. But no, bitch, I'll pay for that. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every month, that comes out of my fucking payment. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's me investing in myself, being on a lot, you know, where I can meet other people. And I've had assignments here from other writers and producers because I'm here. You That's know what incredible. I mean? And I tell, I tell this to so many writers. I'm like, you may not have a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of money when I started this. Right. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, let me try. I was here three weeks and got my first job. You know what I mean? So it's about... How bad do you want it? I knew that I needed to be in a place where other people were. They that's, need to know that I'm my. That you're here. If 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 you yeah. weren't here, the door would be open. And you know yeah. why? Because I'm open for business. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Letting you know, and people walk in. What do you do? Oh, your office is so cute. And blah 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 blah. Oh, that's all a plan, bitch. I'm trying to grab. <laughs> I'm trying to lure you into the room <laughs> to start a conversation with me. One hundred percent. It's a and, business. And I, I, <clears throat> I, you know, um, a friend of mine mm-hmm. is is I, I watch him network. He's he's someone who is uh, uh, very well known in this industry, okay. and he's making changes and moves. And I'm like, to watch him network and watch how he finagles his way in with his talent right. is so incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's definitely, you know, someone who's, 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 who's named, people know him. Right. So he's out, you know, meeting with this one for lunch and that right. one for lunch and da-da-da-da-da, talking about, you know, the next move. And mm-hmm. I just watch him like, wow, that's how it's really done for you kids up there. Yeah. Get it. You know, yeah. and you have to think like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to think, you have to put yourselves in that room because it's about the relationships. It's about the people you meet. You know, we're all in this together. And the one thing that creatives understand is other creatives. Let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Piggybacking off of that. How many times have you booked a job and they said, we're going to need six dancers that could do this, this, and this. And you automatically went, I know six. Oh. Before you went, oh, well, let me reach out to the agencies. You were like, here are the people I know immediately. 100%. Right? How many times have you just brought in your friends to do things? Probably on almost all of them. Uh, 100%. You know what I mean? Because That's I relationships. Because they're going to get the job done. Right. I know they're going to get the job done. They're not, they know that everything. And then the people that I, and I say this to dancers all the time, every job is not Disney. No. Every job is not going to be this movie that you're on right now. So if I'm booking you and hiring you for this stuff, when I come for you for this job that's not that, and you tell me I can't work for that fee, hmm. we have a problem. Yes, for because sure. every job is not that. Right. You know, every yeah. job. You know, so many jobs that I do, I get. I don't. I don't ask people to do anything for free. But so many jobs that I do aren't that budget that yeah. you want them to be. But yeah. what it is, is that you're going to post that on your Instagram and nobody got to know what you make. Yep. Nobody got to know what's going on. I tell on. people that all the time. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. They just see <laughs> <Exactly>. the product. <laughs> right. 
right? And you don't know what that product is going to do. So yep. you can either sit at home that weekend. Use it. Uh-huh. Yep. And not do nothing, or you mm-hmm. can come and work this. Now, what I do say is you don't let people misuse you. I'm that person to say, yeah, right. I can do it five hours. Right. I can give you this time to this time because mm-hmm. I'm an independent agent right. and this is how much time I can give you. That's how fair. Much I can work with you. And then that's really fair. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm not going to do it. Right. And that's what I tell dancers all the time. You just got to control your destiny Correct. when you work with people. Mm-hmm. I will be here from this time <clears throat> to this time. Right. And people will respect that. Right. Because they're getting a badass dancer. Mm-hmm. They're getting someone who's dope. Look, they got to get out of here. <laughs> we better shoot this. Exactly. You know, and that right. makes you feel good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it is not it, it is the relationships here. It's so, so true. It is the relationships that you build because those people will help you to the next level. Mm-hmm. I didn't get here by myself. I got here with a team of people that got me. Right. And we go in a room together. They'd be like, well, can you do that? We'd be like, yeah. And then we'd be like, okay, y'all, let's figure it out. Pull up that. <laughs> what are we going to yeah. do right here? How are we going to make, you know, is yeah. this things. There have been in plenty situations where you have to pull it out. Right, and you bring right. that person in that helps you pull it out. Right. So, it's the relationships you build. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, <clears throat> and I don't know how much longer you got, but so like Brian Gumble. Do you know that? <laughs> I probably do. I don't know. Just now, I heard <laughs> do I? when you said, "Let me ask you a question." Okay, all right. That was so dope. So trip, right. trip this. Okay. So I don't think he'll say that though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> trip this. So, um, so okay. So I am a huge fan of. I call it digga 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 digga. Which is so you think you can dance? Because okay. it goes so you think you can dance, 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 dance. right? Okay. It always sounds like right? Okay. How do those choreographers go on there, right? Uh-huh. I'm sure you have an idea uh-huh. of how that system works over I there. Do. I have a story. What's the ahead. choice in how they decide who the hell is going to be on those shows, right? Because sometimes they have choreographers. And I'm like. Mm. No, not maybe not, right? And then there's some that's like, ooh, they are dope, right? right. Um, what, and I'd love to hear your story if you don't mind telling us. Um, okay. So I'm always curious, people like you who are on the level of choreography and, and creative artistry that you're on, why somebody like you, and, and even back when you were with Jamal, like what happened that you guys weren't on shows, like just as an example? Because uh-huh. people think, you guys would be there. Why wouldn't you guys be there? So I'm just asking questions. Well, for me, I, I know exactly why I wasn't there back a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working on a show called America's mm-hmm. Best Dance Crew. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. I was working on a show called America's Best Dance ah, Crew. Competitive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they, I was doing that show at the time, and I was doing a show called Sing Off on NBC, okay. which is an acapella singing yep. show. So my agent told me that they wanted to see me So You Think You Can Dance. Mm -hmm. And I I went in, well, it's been two times. Two times. Yeah, so the first time I went in for So You Think You Can Dance, um, what's the, at that time, I forgot the guy's name, Simon? Yeah, Nigel. Nigel. Lithgow. Right. Yeah. That's my cousin, by the way, just so you know. That's your cousin? (laughs) Okay, so maybe we won't tell that story. (laughs) No, no, I'm Um, So... Um, I came in to meet with them all and when I was sitting there talking to them it just felt uh, like it was a conflict of interest for some reason it was rude toward me mm. and, I, and, I, and, and I was talking and I was giving my ideas mm-hmm. and they weren't interested okay. and so I 
only know how to go Bay Area in the sense of, oh, I know how to not to be interested. <laughs> right. So we all gonna be not interested today. Mm. And it just wasn't a good fit for me. Okay. okay, and the next time, they asked me to submit. So then I did a creative for it. And so did you have to put together a piece yeah, or something? I, yeah, I had to put together, well, I didn't actually put together the dance, I put together the idea. Okay. And we, my idea is from my experience, and my idea was, at that time, to give it a club feel, mm -hmm. but the gay club scene. <laughs> and I wanted it to be a ringleader with a top hat. Okay. And that top hat person would start the show in a spot on a staircase, because I love the staircase idea, because I've always loved Grace Jones, how she always did Tell staircase. Tell y'all up on the stage. Staircase <laughs> to nowhere. <laughs> I wanted to be in a top hat at the top of a staircase, and I controlled this sea of people. Okay. And I wrote up a whole creative behind it, mm -hmm. and the agency told me that they passed on it. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And then I saw an episode hmm. with it on there. Interesting. And that was similar to that. Okay. I won't say yeah. that was, the, I was like, wow, well maybe they passed on it because someone else came with that creative and I let it go. So that's my two So You Think You Got Can it. Dance moments. And then I'm not interested anymore. Okay. Right then, it's like, well, that that isn't for me. Everything is not going to be for me. Yeah. I have to move on to whatever the next thing is for me because that's not for me. Right. And and <clears throat> you know, from that, that was my two. So you think you can dance stories? The first one, they weren't feeling me. The second one, I sit in a creative, they didn't like it. And the third time, I was just like, I don't have to be here. Mm. You know, and yeah. it's okay. It's yes. not for me. That's yeah. why other things come. And mm -hmm. I always am like under the assumption of this. I'm up for something that I didn't get. Who got it? Just out of curiosity. Beautiful. Mm. They're working. Yes. What's next? Agreed. You know what I mean? And, but you said it earlier. Was meant for me. Yeah. Was meant for me. And was meant for them. Is meant, for, meant them. for them. And the more you roll in that, the more shit just rolls right off you. Ha you have yes. to roll in that because you'll be so. Well, why didn't they choose yes. me? Like a dancer asked me that in the class. You know, I want to know in the audition process. What do you do? I said I walk away. I leave it right there. Facts. I know if I did a good job. Now, just because they didn't choose me, I remember Queen Latifah, they asked her about a movie one time, and they <coughs> said that's, she said, that's their loss. <laughs> and I was like, exactly. See, we all creatives yep. think alike. Yep. I don't care what level you on, we all think alike. It's like, okay, on to the next. Yep. Because creatives are constantly creating. Yep. And now that idea is over there. It's in Canada being shot. Yeah. What's happening right here back in America? Every time I don't get something, I'm just like, they blew it, dude. Yeah. I killed that show. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about it like that, and then I'm like, I'm too busy to remember. I'm like, didn't I audition for something? Didn't yeah. I go up for something? And even with artists that I mm -hmm. pitch things to, mm -hmm. and, and they'll go halfway there with me, mm -hmm. I'm like, dude. You know, I just had a recent and loved that artist to death, but I was <laughs> like, dude, this would have been fire. I built mm. you to this. Right. Let me take you there. Right. You know Usher? Mm -hmm. He went with it. Yep. He went with it. He went with that whole you make me want to thing right. because he had an album before that and it flopped. Dude, people don't know that. He had an they album. They only remember the hits. They only remember you make yes. me want as being his. That ain't it. Yep. He had shit before that that didn't fly. When right. we put you make me want on him, let us finish it. If you're going to give a creative a job, let him finish it. Right? And do it. Do it. Trust me. Right. So, you know, where do you, where do you get your inspiration from? Like, because 
in your position as the choreographer, choreographer and as a creative director, you have to come up with a whole, mm -hmm. so I don't know if you're good at graphics and all that shit, if you have to come up with a whole mood board and mm -hmm. uh, you know, here's my pitch and the pitch deck and I don't know what you got, because we have to, so well, I'm not sure. 100%, the creative <clears throat> comes from whatever, the creative comes from everywhere for me. Now, first of all, if it's that person's music, uh, you know, we have so much in here. Yeah, when, yeah. when a song comes on, it puts you somewhere. For sure, it but should. <laughs> it, yeah, and when it does, right. it puts you in a place that they don't even know exists because you've lived that place for years. We yeah. have that experience to go back to, oh, when so-and-so did that, right. or when that happened. Or, you know, that's places come from there. There's also things, I was walking down the street the other night, mm -hmm. leaving a club, <laughs> and because I definitely still club. You still um, go to the club? Oh, yeah. I ain't been to the club. Oh, I'm a club I've been kid. to two clubs and since I've been here. But I go to clubs for DJs. Like, I go for Tony Powell, I go mm -hmm. for Josh Peace, and I go for Ben. Okay. And they spend certain nights. And I will go there, and literally your boy is there while they're setting up waiting. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be there from 11 at 12 when all the kids roll in. I'm going home and going to bed. Oh, okay. I'm not so buddy that stays out. I'm yeah. there for the music, and okay. I go. So I was out and I was leaving and this guy had a light on his head. Hmm. You know, just so mm -hmm. he can look at his text. Okay. That's hilarious. I was like, I'm using that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'm using that. Yeah, and I yeah, went yeah. to Home Depot. You went to uh -huh, <laughs> and I picked up ten of them. Ten, for ten of dancers them. that Cute. I was doing at a piece. And I said, We're gonna start in darkness with mm -hmm. this music Cute. and the light is gonna go whoop and come on and then go off. Then whoop, three more come on. And mm. then bam and then all of them will flash on in the Cute. darkness. Cute. And then we'll start the piece with videos and stuff like right. that. And it was great. So mm -hmm. that inspiration came from that man with his light. I get, I get okay. it from everything. I get it from watching you pull up in that car playing hip hop music. <laughs> and I didn't even, I saw the car but I, and heard music and I was like, that is so dope that he's in this Starsky and Hutch car playing that music. Here's the irony to that though. Right. I usually, in that car, I never play anything that isn't from the past. Wow. But I was scrolling through and I came across that particular song and there's something about the beat and I was like, I don't know, did I just let it go? And I just happened to, usually I got reggae playing, ska, something right. old 80s, disco or something. I never play hip hop in that car. But do you know what was really, really fucking creative about that what is that? you wouldn't expect it. The irony of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's creative. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine someone doing that? It's like even looking at this spearmint truck you got on your desk. Mm -hmm. That's creative. Like everybody's trying to pull up in a Lamborghini and do some stuff, but if you pulled up in that and it was fucking amazing. That's funny. Just think how dope it would catch that other audience. People would think you're cool if you were those kids in that car, mm -hmm. but at the same time you're catching an audience that's like, that's Starsky and Hutch. You know what I yeah. mean? That's this. Here's the funny thing. <clears throat> so I used to have a lot of younger writers come over and um, like whenever I do my podcast, I usually invite writers, usually like four or five writers just sitting here while we're doing our whole rant room stuff. But I'll have writers come over and like they want to talk to me, get advice or whatever. And I start talking to them and I can immediately tell they didn't even look me up. Like they don't really know that much about me. Yeah. They may have heard. And I'll be like, and I'll just stop and I go, do me a favor. I say, just look around this room for 30 seconds mm -hmm. and you will get me. I'm an unusual motherfucker. 100%. Right? I'm not your typical brother from, I'm from East Palo Alto. I'm from mm -hmm. the fucking hood, mm -hmm. right? I'm an unusual cat, right? I don't know if you've seen the movie Dope. Mm -hmm. That was me in my neighborhood, <laughs> right? 
I'm the punk rock, weirdo, black dude, gang weirdo dude in the neighborhood, right? 100%. I said, you can look around my fucking thing and see, oh, this motherfucker is artistic. Mm-hmm. Oh, this dude's got a lot of creative shit going on in his brain. Alone, just glance around, right? And so, and you probably have heard people say, oh, when you go to somebody's office, just sit around and look around, you can pick up who they are, yes. right? You can tell, looking in my office, what type of person I am. Even if you didn't take the time to IMDB me or whatever the fuck to Google me or whatever the right. fuck, you should be able to do that. And you'd be surprised how many, people, how many people don't. Wow. And they're like, oh, I just thought I'd come learn who you are now. And I'm like, eh, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. 100%. Side note for the kids. 100% for the kids. <laughs> wow. Wow. So I what's. Talked your ears off. Yeah, man. No, it's good. I told you, we always, I'm always going two hours, you know, talking. We're at like 140 now. Um, Are we last really? Thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See the time. It's uh. Oh. Yeah. We've been going for a minute. Um, last thing. What's next for Reserva? Where, where you at? What's going on? Is there anything you could talk about that you want to promote that's happening? Oh yes, one hundred percent. You can even promote the band. You know, that you do work with. I don't care. <laughs> you know, for me, it's always a creative process. So you know, the next order of business for me, or what I push a lot is, is I'm working on this group called the Knuckleheads. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had the Knuckleheads, and it came from my boys. My boys are Knuckleheads. <laughs> my actual sons. Right. Um, I love them both equally. You know, one of them isn't in the group anymore. The original member is. Um, and I just feel like to, to top it off, they represent a group that I like. Uh, they're, you know, an international hip hop group that consists of a Latin guy, a black guy, and a white girl. You can call it the Black Eyed Peas. You can call it, um, what's that? Oh, what was that? Delight. Yes. You know, they have elements. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I just saw her in that fur. They have different elements of that, you know. Okay, that was our heyday, though. That's that shit. was 100% delight. Groove is in the heart. No, Groove is in the heart, yeah. right. You know, they're, they're very much that kind of international hip-hop group. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with that. Um, it's so funny. This whole past month, I've been changing, going through change again. Like, you know, I'm finding a new agent. Okay. Um, and, and figuring out that aspect. And just right. Friday, um, <clears throat> definitely picked up a good one. Awesome. And she's great. You know, her name is Lisa. She's over at GoToTalent. Mm-hmm. Um, just felt really good about her spirit. And I can't wait to start that journey with her. Um, God, there's call so me many Kat. new agencies, I have no idea who yeah. they are. Because I'm, I'm only like writing and producing and stuff. I have no 100%. idea. And then, you know, <clears throat> I'm still doing a, a show on... Um, Fox called Call Me Cat. Okay. That got picked up again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Neighborhood, right. which is on CBS with Tashina Arnold mm-hmm. and Cedric the Entertainer mm-hmm. got picked up again. I love it when these shows get picked yes. up and they keep calling me. Yes. Um, things that are coming out and, and that you can watch for is a show called Family Reunion on Netflix. It's in the final season. I play mm-hmm. Roman on an episode of that and I also choreograph all the dance for that. Nice. Um, the Upshaws, <laughs> mm-hmm. same thing. There's a great episode coming up with um, Wanda and Sheila E. Okay, which yeah. I can't wait for people to see that awesome. one. I won't tell what it's about, but <laughs> it's it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just flowing, you know, still teaching master classes. Never really in LA as much because right. I like really getting outside because I get to travel. I love mm-hmm. to travel and do things outside of LA. And plus, you know, the money's better. 
um, than teaching it here to these kids. Yeah, they're a lot more hungrier there. They're a lot more hungrier <laughs> exactly. and a lot more appreciative because these kids are a little more professional. They're right. here to work and earn some money. Right. Um, um, but that's it, you know, for now. The Knuckleheads, the Netflix shows, the CBS and Fox things. And then I have some stuff. I'm, I, I can't wait for you guys to see what, you know, I was speaking to briefly. I hit up Lucky the other day and what he's about to come up with, Lucky Day. Mm-hmm. And Kiki has a whole new visual project. Um, um, a project, I'll put it, that's coming out that we worked on that awesome. I can't wait for people to see. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So... <coughs> That's for me. Um, I, Tony, <laughs> forgot one more. Tony Braxton, mm-hmm. um, touring with her again. Nice. Um, and 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 just keeping it going, man. You know, like I, I appreciate you asking me to do this hey, and man, be coming it's good in. Good to see I, you. I, catch up. Yeah. I was like, let's catch up on the fucking mic. I you was know like, that's so dope yeah, that dude. you're doing this, and I can't wait to to. To it was it's like as if we're sitting having lunch, you know what I mean? Just, we're just talking about what we would have if we went 100%. to lunch. One hundred percent. You even offered me water and told me I was going to need it, and I did, <laughs> but I didn't get it um, <laughs> because that's my sexy voice. Um, so, thank you, man. Yeah, Dang. Where wow. where can uh, where can people follow you on Instagram or Twitter or my, whatever you yeah, want? Every my Instagram is top hat row like a top hat R O row. But it would, if you even pull up Rosero R O S E R O McCoy, it would come up. Yeah. Um, my social media, my Facebook, um, Twitter is all top hat row or Rosero McCoy. Right. Um, I'm very active on um, Instagram. Not a TikTok guy, kind of, <laughs> but my Instagram is very active. Are um, you on Twitter at all? And Twitter. Okay. It's the same thing, Rosario yeah. McCoy or right. Top Hat Row. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, anything that you need to know about me, I'll, I usually put up. I'm very transparent about right. things. I'm very always posting about what I'm doing, what okay. I'm working on. I can't wait to post this. Um, and, and that's it, man. And again, thank you for talking to me. Indeed, and I had a blast, up. dude. It was yeah. good catching up with you. Wow. Now I know where you is, so to speak. 100%. We definitely need to be trying to, you know, Go to lunch every once in a while, you know, when you know you're in Hollywood. (laughs) And then if you ever need me for anything, you know, I'm here, brother. Like, you know, on any of your projects or you need me to sweep the floor, I'll sweep it. (laughs) (laughs) But see, did you hear what you just said? Trip this, trip this. This is the thing that keeps people like you and I working, though. Okay. When I'm producing on a set and it's 50, 60 people on the set and I'm the head producer, if I see something, these I just go pick it up. I'm not like, oh, that's their job. Yeah, you know what I mean. One hundred. They be in the middle of moving. You know, no, no, Hillary, you know, and I'm like, we need to move faster though, and I'm okay with grabbing a fucking mic stand or whatever the fuck it is. One hundred percent. It don't matter to me. You know what I mean. So it's 100%. about having that. And even my my new boss, <laughs> there was there was something that happened the other day. He's uh, uh he doesn't like to eat a lot, so uh-huh. when he does, he'll have like, like some soup or something. <clears throat> so I came in the kitchen. And I noticed the, the the soup can sitting there, and I went, and I heard him on the phone. I was like, oh, he's too busy to make his food. He started and got a call and went and left. Right. So I just made it, warmed it up, put some crackers in that motherfucker, brought it on a fucking platter thing and walked it into his office. He got two assistants. <laughs> and I went right. and did that. And he looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I figured you were hungry. You How know what I mean? that? But being willing to do stuff like that. 100%. You know what I mean? That's the word. That's the key. Mm-hmm. You know and what I mean? it keeps you, and that's what builds his longevity. It's the Facts. littlest things like that. 
That's what builds his longevity in this business. Keeping that attitude, that humble, that thank you, I got you attitude is what keeps it going. And especially for, you know, I've never been, like I said, one of those people that it was given to me. It's not going to be given to me, but I'm definitely going to earn it. Right. Right. And uh, th- oh, thank you for sending me those uh, those dance class stuff. Oh for, yeah, for most, the, most the two definitely. assistants in the room are like, I want to take a dance hip hop dance class. I'm like, let me call my dude. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So yeah, man. Thank you, man. Of course. Thank you. Again, I am Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, fucking Facebook, <laughs> whatever you guys are at at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show. Screenwriters are on Twitter. Um, any questions? Oh, I forgot. We're not screenwriters are anymore. I canceled that shit because I'm like, I had two accounts and I'm like, I'm just funneling the same thing. Right. So it's just Hilliard Guest. I keep forgetting that. Um, please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys listen, Spotify. We're everywhere on the, all over the world. Um, if you get podcasts, you can find us. Screenwriters Rant Room. Um, please uh, go on our website, screenwritersrr.com. Give us a... Um, uh, uh, give us a five-star review on there. That's all important. Um, get, a, get a T-shirt, mug, whatever you guys want. You know, promote that shit. We appreciate it. Um, and we'll be back next week with another dope episode. Good to see you, Rosero, Likewise, man. man. Appreciate you, you so much. Appreciate right. you. Good to see you and sending you all the love and keep doing what you do. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. On that note, uh, keep it real, keep it opinionated, and keep it what? 2022. Peace. Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the rare room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it and anybody can get it No limit, we get to kill it, you tuning into the thrillers And no, ain't no stopping, any topic, even the random I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone soon We on a grown shit, welcome to the rare room That's it, that's all I got to say